Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the diamond cutter. Diamond cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than important, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, 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 hello, my friends. It is Wednesday night. It is 9 p.m. where I currently reside here at the GDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina. If I go to the elevator and I hit the top of the floor, I hit that roof. I climb up to the tallest tower, the tallest part of the tallest building in all of North Carolina, and I look straight up to the great white north, and on the snow-covered mountaintop, there's a fire, and that fire is visible from space, and it is the soul, it is the essence, it is the spirit of my co-host, Crystal Stewart, who is burning brightly upon the snow-topped <laughs> mountains of Canada. Hello, how are you, my dear? <laughs> I'm good. You know there's no Mount Ontario, right? <laughs> uh, well, there is. I, that's, you know, it's like parts unknown. Well, there you go. You're making it up as you go along. You're, yeah. you're killing the business. You're killing the business. Come on, keep it. Right. <laughs> There's no. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't spoil it. And there is a DDP Radio Megaplex, and we we own the Charles Building in North Carolina, so that's where yeah, we broadcast. We just one. It's like a it's like a thousand stories, and we just use one room in the entire complex. So. <laughs> uh, it's me and my cat, Mr. Perfect he's, he's my intern here producing the show There you uh, go Well, this is the ridiculousness That you've come to expect every Wednesday night You know, we have a lot of fun We goof around, we laugh And uh, we have some amazing inspirational stories We got a lot of uh, amazing people Coming on the show Talking about their journey So you got to laugh, you got ridiculous, you got chaos, you got inspiration, you got motivation. Where else are you going to be on Wednesday nights? But right here, DDP Radio Live right. at ddpradio.com. And to completely transition into something not funny at all, <laughs> um, I want to give a, a shout out to uh, Adam uh, Metter, who uh, is one of my closest friends, one of the people we talked to on. I, I don't talk to anybody on a daily basis, and Adam and Garrett are basically the people that I talk to on an everyday basis, and Adam had a, had a pretty significant health crisis. Uh, last week, he's in ICU. He's, uh, we're waiting. It's touch and go. But uh, I, I asked if I could give him a little bit of a shout-out on the show. It's, it's pretty public knowledge, but a lot of people pulling for him. It's a really scary, scary thing that happened. Um, so I just want to send some love to uh, – uh, Adam, he is truly one of my favorite people, and uh, we're all pulling for you, man. So get better Absolutely. soon. Yeah, well, and, Adam. Um, uh, yes. 
yes, uh, you know, he's, I always, I always give him a hard time because he looks like he's like, he used to be a member of like a 1990s boy band and just grew up because he's just, <laughs> he's just a, you know, we've all got funny past pictures of us in the eighties or nineties. Adam's pictures are hilarious because he looks like he should be on the cover of GQ. He poses like that total nineties heartthrob vibe in all of his old pictures. And it's hilarious. So uh, he's, he's one of my favorite people. All right. Well, we're going to we're going to try um to sh- to shift gears here because we have an amazing show for you tonight and um we've tried to make this happen a couple times now but you know things uh, kind of blew up and, and got in the way and and I appreciate him being um uh flexible and uh appreciate him being willing to to move around the show a little bit. But we rescheduled them, and you've had them on the show before. If you go back to the archives, the DDP Radio archives, you search Ben Carson and he's He's there, and you can listen to his whole story, and we're going to go to some different places tonight. But if you want the full Ben Carson story, go back to October, uh, DDP Radio on iTunes, Stitcher, and everywhere you get your podcasts. And, uh, you know, check it out. It's a, it's a pretty compelling, pretty amazing story. And we're glad to have him back for a little update show tonight. We're going to get into some stuff and uh, see where he's at and see how he's doing, seeing how things have, uh, you know, changed for him since the pandemic. and. Uh, it's been a crazy, uh, crazy couple of years, so we're excited to have back um, Ben to uh, to give us an update. So, Crystal, uh, you're yeah. you're the one who goes in there and does all the legwork. You do the hard work of pulling all these yeah. guests together, finding the great stories. You're deep into the community, uh, just finding amazing guests all the time. So, I'm going to have you do the intro, if you will. Absolutely. So, to my to my benefit, I honestly didn't have to look too far because Ben's a friend. So, you know, he's one of my favorite people in the world, and he is just everywhere. I mean, you know, you go online, and Ben's there. So, you know, it, he has an amazing story, and I'm really looking forward to refreshing that story and just hearing everything that's new. So... Really, really happy to welcome my friend, Ben Carson, back to the show. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Um, i got to say, that was a better intro than what Mike gave you. Just <laughs> uh, well, but real quick, I, won't I, I would that. like to, uh, <laughs> real quick, I would like to um, talk about Adam for a second. I have... I had the pleasure at uh, at the summit, um, the last in-person summit we had, I got to meet him and talk to him. We talked for probably half an hour, uh, propped up in the kitchen area, and he is just such a delightful man to get to know and talk to. He is He's full of love. He's, he's an awesome, awesome cat, and I love him a lot. And Adam, you, you're in my thoughts and prayers, buddy. Awesome. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, it, you know that's a, that's the a great part of uh, you know being in this community is you get to you know be face to face with so many incredible people and so many different people from different walks of life. You know we all come together under this banner you know called DDPY, and uh, you know in 2020 where there's so or 21 where so many people are trying to divide themselves into groups and you can't be with me. I can't be with you underneath this umbrella. We're all family. And, and it's amazing to see, you know, everyone just, uh, it shows you that peace and harmony is, is possible with so many different people. 
and that's what I love about those uh, DDPY summits and in the in the uh, you know appearances and stuff, which I'm hoping are going to be coming back after the pandemic and getting face to face with a lot of incredible people. Um, but Ben, you know the summit uh, you talked about getting there. How did you uh, end up? getting to DDPY. I know we had your story on a couple weeks, uh, a couple months ago, I'm sorry. Um, but give a uh, refresher for somebody who might be coming into this blind, uh, where you came from and what got you started with uh, the DDPY people. Uh, so, yeah, real, just the short version, um, my back was all jacked up from um, a forklift driving incident where I uh, jarred my back and you know, it's kind of like doing a, if you're a wrestling fan, it's like coming off the top rope with Alabama Jam, the, the diving leg drop. You just, your your tailbone hits and your back straight up and down. And that impact, it herniated some discs in my back. Um, dealt with that for some years. Went through a painkiller addiction. Went through alcohol addiction. Went through fast food addiction. Um got in bad shape, could barely stand up straight. My back and legs hurt all the time. Scrolling through Facebook, saw a video ad for DDP Yoga. Then I saw they had uploaded a video of AJ Styles at the Performance Center with Dallas doing a a workout. And I'm like, hey, I love AJ Styles. Me and my kids, we watch him. At the time, he was the WWE champion on SmackDown. So it's like, hey, we'll give it a shot. And I bought the... uh, the DVDs in April of 2017, and that's that's where it all started for me. And um, May 1st of 2018, I became a Level 1 certified instructor. Wow. I mean, that's an amazing just way to get into everything. It's a, you know, it just goes to prove that you are where you are for a reason. And I know that you have helped so many people. Um, how has the transition been um, during COVID to teach online? How has that been for you? That was, that was tricky. Um, it was, it, the oddest thing about it was looking at myself and my computer screen because for, for a long time, um, nearly a year straight, all I used as a platform was Facebook Live. So I was sitting there talking to myself the whole time. And uh, I did, for the last month I talked, um, transitioned over to Zoom. And I kind of didn't really like that because um, I was supposed to be charging people, but I hate charging people. And, you know, I, I sort of took it as a donation as opposed to actually charging people. Um, but... Uh, Facebook Live is what I used mostly, and over time I did get used to it. Um, it was it was a great platform, and I jacked myself up on pre workout powder, and the workouts were real high energy. So it it was a lot of fun. It was um, the comments were great, the support was great. Mainly, what I loved the most was being able to have people from. West Virginia, Tennessee, Canada, Florida, um, Michigan, uh, Missouri, all over the place were in my workout at one time. And that, yeah. that to me was amazing because if the pandemic has taught me anything, it's our race, of our, our species of human being is not meant for seclusion. 
No. We're, we're not supposed to be secluded off to ourselves. Um, so that, that brought me some, some unity, you know, because I was used to teaching out in public six or seven times a week. And all of a sudden I get, hey, we're shutting down. We can't do anything right now. So that that so, was that was a good thing. I I sort of blended with it real easy. So Ben, what do you think you're going to carry away from your Zoom workouts or Facebook workouts back into the live workouts when um, we can all get back together? I I'm definitely I'm more or less brought everything from my live workouts to the Facebook workouts. Um, yeah. The energy, the jokes, the cutting up, that's just my personality. That's just how I've always taught. Um, my biggest influence, of because I studied so many different DDPY teachers when I was going through my training and all, um, Stevie Richards was hands down my yep. favorite because the way he cuts up, the way he jokes, it's it's – it's a show and it's a workout all at once. And that's how I wanted to bring my, my product to people too. And, and so I didn't really, uh, how am I trying to say this? I, I brought myself to the Facebook live workouts. So I don't really have anything to take away from them because it was what I yep. brought in to start with. In anybody that's okay. ever taken a live workout with me at the, Performance Center, they got the same thing that you get on Facebook Live. Yep. <laughs> I, I love it. That, that's, it's, it's so important. And, and you mentioned something about how, you know, you take for granted the social aspects of life. And, and since pandemic and since things have locked down, you know, I realized how, how much I depend on human interaction and, and human, you know, uh, socializing. It gets really lonely and it gets really, you know, hard um, when you're not seeing anybody, you don't see your friends, you don't see your family. And, and it was so incredible how much this community stepped up and made our own little worlds. Um, there's so many people that stepped up to do the workouts. I think that was a game changer for a lot of people because I know a lot of people we've talked to on the show, I know a lot of people just in general depended on that community and those workouts for, uh, you know, to keep them sane for the social you know, you said it best. Humans aren't meant to live in isolation like that. We need that interaction. And for a lot of people, um, even some people who don't have, uh, you know, a husband or a wife or kids or, you know, they're, they're at home and, and loneliness is very dangerous. And that uh, community, I think, saved a lot of people. And, and i got to commend you and all those people that work so hard doing workouts and, and, and putting all that together and, and keeping people in some kind of sense of normalcy. I know it was important for a lot of people. So I appreciate you guys, the effort. It was, it was definitely an honor um, to, to serve as long as I did. Um, I know for all of last summer, every time I got on Facebook, I would get some form of lo- uh, notification that Kristen Nava was live right now. Travis Mahaffey was live <laughs> right now. Beverly Boma was live right now. Um, Noel was live right now. Dallas is live right now. It was amazing to see so many people. I mean, you could potentially work out with a really awesome instructor four times a day, you know, on Facebook at one point. There was so many live free workouts going on. 
it was it was crazy and it was beautiful all at one time. Yeah. You uh, you talked but, about um, when we first when we first um, uh, were going over your uh, you know the synopsis of your history. You rattled off some pretty heavy things. Um, you know, it was so easily came off your tongue and stuff. But if you break those down, each one was a really heavy experience. And you know, he talks about the addiction issue, the injury issue, um, the food. When the pandemic hit, I know a lot of people were, were worried and struggling um, with that. And I know people that were sober for 25 years that relapsed during the pandemic. Um, how did you kind of, uh, you know, take on with your history and with the past? Did you have any concern that, you know, being shut down like this and isolated would, you know, make things difficult in terms of your sobriety and your weight loss and eating healthy and exercising? You know, how did you confront it and... Uh, when things, you know, when should shut down for the pandemic? I had managed to do extremely well um, up until September of last year. The, the things, I wouldn't say extremely well, but I was maintaining myself the best that I thought I could at the time. Um, there was There was a few times, during I was I was only self isolated for maybe three weeks, and then of course I was out for eight weeks with my shoulder surgery, so eleven weeks all total that I was I was at home isolated. Um, so God bless that, thank you Lord. Um, but there were some times during that that I I had some issues. Um, I remember one time it was like 9 o'clock in the morning. I said, I have nothing to do. I've done nothing for three days. And I had a cocktail at 9 o'clock in the morning, you know, just for no reason. Um, just wanted to share that with you. I don't know why, but I did. And uh, that's the beauty of these programs is you get it all out of your system. Um, but after I had my shoulder surgery in September, um, they gave me – a 10-day supply of pain medication, and I used I used that up, and then that demon bit me again of alcohol. I, I just I fell. The thing about wagons is, is they're easy to fall off of because they roll all the time. You got to stay sharp and you got to stay strong. Um, but I had I had relapsed into into drinking pretty hard and heavy after after my surgery in September. And uh, I managed to to go through that until December. December is when I had the biggest spiritual religious awakening of my life. And that instantly, I was one way one day and a completely different man the next day. And that was was the sobriety wake-up call that I've been looking for my whole life because I know for a fact that that the alcohol and me have parted ways once and for all. Um, I gave it all to God. Praise Jesus. There is no part of me at all that even wants to touch alcohol. I tried it one time in February, and it, it's just not for me anymore. So I'm gladly nearly 100 days completely alcohol-free and have no intentions of looking back. Way to go, Ben. Congratulations, man. That's awesome. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. That's a big Um, deal. 
That is a big deal. I've, I've realized I've realized that I can't I, I just can't randomly have a drink. I can't have two beers a day. I can't have a beer with dinner. I can't have. I just that's just not for me. I, I, it's not my personality. I've never been one to just drink one or two. I want to drink six or seven, and that can get out of hand fast. And I'm very thankful every single day that I'm alive. I'm very thankful for it. I found the peace and joy that I've always looked for. And y'all thought I was a happy, energetic person before. Y'all ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> no, that's that's incredible. And, and you know, you talked about, uh, you know, falling off the wagon, if you will, um, it seems like that might have been a necessary part of your journey because it gave you the clarity. You know, falling gave you the clarity to realize, you know, what you have to stand to lose and, and what you want and what you don't want on your life. So sometimes having a little bit of a struggle can be a, a positive thing. You know, it, it it clears the air and it clears your vision a little bit. It really it really can. Um, sometimes you just, you got to, I mean, you got to fall in order to appreciate what you you know what you have now um i i say it all the time i think i thank god every day for every single bad event i've gone through in life because it makes me appreciate everything i have now that much more yeah i mean it's that, that's pretty incredible and you know a lot of people would have taken that stumble and just let it just snowball. You know, that becomes, it just becomes a really horrible situation. And, and it, it, obviously it was difficult for you, but I'm, I'm glad you had enough clarity to realize what was happening and, and realize that, Oh, this is, you know, this is going to be bad again and really just kind of turn things around. That's, it's pretty powerful in, in with the uh, pandemic and everything too, doing it in such uh, pretty extreme circumstances. That's that's a lot of uh, a lot of strength it takes to do something like that. So I commend you. And you got oh, your shoulder you. shoulder yes, surgery. Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I I'm, I, you got your shoulder. Sorry, we got a lag here. No, I was just saying you had your shoulder surgery. And what kind of recovery uh, time? You know, what did you have done, and, and how? was uh, recovering. I've got both of my shoulders completely reconstructed. And one of my biggest regrets in life was at the time I got it done, not doing proper rehab. I was so busy with my gig and my job and stuff that I never took the time to rehab it well. And and DDPY was a lifesaver for me that I discovered 10 years after the fact. So with you fresh off the shoulder, uh, shoulder surgery, how has DDPY impacted your rehab and your recovery time? Well, it um, it was it wouldn't have been, I wouldn't be at the level I'm at now without it. I will tell you that. Now, after after surgery, I spent, I think three or four days, um, completely immobile. I couldn't. I wasn't supposed to move my arm at all. It was a minor surgery. It was a, like a 45 minute orthoscopic surgery. It wasn't like Finn Balor's where they had to reconstruct his whole rotator cuff. Um, I fell, I dislocated it. When I dislocated it, I tore my labrum and ripped a small part of my bicep off the bone. They fixed it up. You can't, I don't even have a scar anymore. Um, so I, I sat at the house for a few days. Um, and then I started physical therapy three times a week, I think. 
um, just basic, I mean, one-pound weights and resistance bands, moving it up and down, moving it up and down. For I did that for four or five weeks, and then I started easing into, you know, get even some basic moving, movements just like jogging. You know, I had to work work up to getting that the swing of your arm back for that. And then it was very little, you know, a plank for 10 seconds at a time and very easily go into um, side angle, extended side angle, you know, runner's lunge with a side angle thrown in it, something just to stretch that area from shoulder to shoulder, just to stretch it. And uh, it took me a few months before I could ever interlock my fingers behind my back again. But over time, I got to where I could, and then I would dip down and bring my arms across to really get a good stretch. And um, last week, I was in the weight room, and I bench-pressed 185 pounds for the first time. So I would say it's holding up pretty good right now. Good job. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Congratulations. So you had it done wow. in September, you said? September 11th. Yep. Wow. Wow. That's, that's good for you, man. That's a, that's a lot of progress. Um, Crystal, I just got your text now. Um, let me hold on yep. for a sec. Let me see if I can pull it up here. Um, all right. We have a call currently. <laughs> yeah. Hello, DDP radio. Hey, Ben, your surgery <laughs> went great. <laughs> What's that? I was, I was there the day you got home. You sure were. You were there. You saw me flopping <laughs> my dead arm all around the house. But hey, thanks to you, I'm finally five seven now. Look at there. I, I always told him, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you to the wonderful Jonathan Ray. Um, I told him in all of my classes that he took, I said, I'm not going to stop till you're an inch taller. So he finally grew, guys. He can finally ride the rides at the county fair. There you go. <laughs> um, so, uh, we, uh, Crystal, you told me to uh, to pull up uh, Jonathan Ray. Now, what is you guys, for the audience who's not clued in, what do you, what's you guys' relationships? Obviously, you're accountability friends. You're doing each other's workouts. What's going on with you two? Brothers in um, Christ. Well, Brothers in Christ, first and foremost. Um, I met John through Steve Rubling. Um, met John at, uh, was it the Performance Center or the wrestling match where we first met? Uh, I think it might have been the PC. I don't remember. Yeah. We we met at one of the very first... Gosh. I think it was it was I think it was the performance center we met. He was with Steve, and then later on we met up at a Southern Honor wrestling event, and we just sort of kept in contact ever since. And back in September, when I had my shoulder surgery, he uh, he wanted to come and stay the night with me to help watch over and help Christy take care of me. So that's a good dude right there. Hey, it was it was a, it was a, it was a eleven hour drive. It was worth it. <laughs> he did it with oh, that's guys. <laughs> no, that's that's pretty awesome. You know, there's a lot of people in this community that 
you know, will not just through the Facebook Live or not just through, you know, uh, social media, but there's people that show up for each other. There's people who have made, you know, lifelong friends, uh, real-life friends, which is even harder to come by nowadays. But it's cool that, uh, you know, you were there for him uh, when, when he was down and out and needed you. And you guys uh, obviously uh, have a little bond through the DDPY an hour away. And, and when he needed you, you were there. That's pretty awesome, man. I appreciate you, you know, reaching out like that. Oh, yeah, no problem. Like I said, it was eleven an eleven hour drive and it was well worth it. That's right. Awesome. Well well that's a good friend right there. That is he's ben, one of the best. He's he's one of the good ones. He's ben, get on the love, love you miss you, man. I'll get I'll, I'll hop off here and back your show. I love you, bro. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, oh, yeah. There so, we go. so John, John is I, I, a heck of... Sorry, Mike? Oh, go ahead, man. I, I was just going to say, John is a heck of a good dude, and uh, guys like him and uh, Ryan Shine and Roy Vicks, those are yep. just guys that, that just, uh, I love them to death. I'll do anything for them. I've made it a point. I try to see Ryan Shine about three or four times a year now. Me and him have become that close, and we just happened to bump into each other at the performance center during the summit one year. And I mean, he lives, he lives 12 hours away in Southern Michigan. So, but I still, you know, I'm blessed enough to get to see him a lot. Wow. Yeah. That's a bit of John. Sorry. Go ahead. I am in central Alabama, right on the Georgia line. Uh, I knew I, that's what I was guessing when I heard that Alabama Jam reference. I'm a, I'm a huge, huge fan of Beautiful Bobby, so <laughs> I figured you oh, he's, uh, he's one might of the be best. in that area. Oh, absolutely! I could I could do three shows with you on Beautiful Bobby. He's one of my favorites. He's a great guy. I love that guy. Um, so we um, so you're in the process of rehabbing the shoulder. You know, you had a couple stumbles through the pandemic. You're on your feet. You seem to be hopeful, doing well. What is something you see yourself, you know, inching towards in the future? Obviously, you got certified. Um, you, you, you know, rehabbed your shoulder, all these things. Is there anything that you're looking down the road at as kind of like a uh, flex goal, something that you want to put out there and, and try in the next few years, something to work towards? Um, right now I have, I've sort of taken a break from teaching everything. I'm on a, a sabbatical right now. Um, I felt, I felt like me and a friend of mine, a brother I've been talking to for a long time, we've, we've decided we're going to start a, um, a ministry up. And so I've put all of the teaching on hold to sort of focus on that for right now. But through that, I've also realized how much I still enjoy lifting weights. So I've gotten back into the weight room as well as incorporating that with DDPY and with running. So that's kind of my goal right now is to focus on not only my my prayer ministry that I'm starting, but to actually knuckle down and achieve some personal body goals that, that I've been wanting my whole life. So that's that's kind of where I'm at right now is transitioning from going going from teacher back to student, if you will, is is what I'm going for at the moment. 
Um, Ben, I have a question for you. Oh, sorry, Mike. Yes. Um, I just had someone ask a question, and they just wanted to know um, that being cooped up in this pandemic has been really, really difficult. And we all know it's been incredibly isolating. What have you done um, to kind of keep your wits about you? It's a, because everything has gotten incredibly mentally hard. So as much as the workouts are physically demanding, how are you keeping um, mentally prepared for everything? Um. The first thing that I did was take a break from social media and stop watching the news. Good advice. That sharpened my brain more than anything else. <laughs> um, yeah, um, once once I logged off and quit following the news and quit seeing all of the terror being blasted in front of me all the time, and I suddenly I felt alleviated of a lot of stress and anxiety um if you have children play with your children go run go walk just that's that's what i've been that's what i've been doing to keep myself as sharp as possible we haven't really done a whole lot of traveling that's been basically work and home work and home for the past year so that's you know pick up a hobby i, I play guitar plenty of time to practice guitar um just pray and meditate try to eat healthy try to cut as much sugar out of you as possible and you'll notice immediate mental changes really Um, but but mainly if 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 you're if you're watching the news or social media and seeing all of all of the just garbage that's going on on social media, that's that's what you're feeding your brain, you know. Yep. And you, you want to feed your brain the healthiest diet you can. And if you're feeding it positivity, you're gonna you're gonna grow positivity. Yeah, I mean that's a great point. You know, it's a double-edged sword with a lot of the social media stuff. We have this access to you know, communicating with our, our GDPY warriors and having great, you know, workouts and, and positivity and motivation. But let's be honest, the positivity part of the social media is a real small fraction of the whole the whole pie. And, you know, last year I kind of checked out from a lot of it and, and most of it and just you couldn't believe the weight and how much happier you are when, you, when you're able to just not let it get to you and – People are bickering. People I like, just everyone's arguing so much negativity. It, it's harder to find positivity on social media than negativity. So um, you know, we have an abundance of it. And, and really one of those things, my wife, you know, signed off of Facebook, you know, six months ago and got off of Instagram, all social media. She's been reading and she's been exercising and, and, and finding life outside of that, you know, you know, atmosphere. And it's, been like just refreshing she feels like just the weight is off your chest that constant anger and frustration and fear and it's no way to live and I'm so glad that we have a community here in DDPY that does not tolerate the you know shit stirring or the infighting or the 
you know, the pointless arguing. And we don't, you know, we don't throw people off the platform. But when somebody does that, when somebody tries to start stuff, we're really quick to police our own and let people know that that's not how things work around here. And it's one of the last bastions of positivity I can find on the Internet. Hey, man. You know, um, full disclosure, I I deleted my Facebook um, the 1st of May, but because of the, the family and the friends that I've come to know and love through DDPY, that's the only reason I still have Facebook today is because of the DDPY people, because I was fed up to it. I'm, I'm just yep. absolutely fed up with, with all of it, all of it. I just, I want to be, I I want to seclude myself from social media, you know. But, um, yeah, um, what was I saying? It's definitely, you got to find positivity in where you can. Especially with everything going on. I think one of the best advantages of having a community like ours is as soon as you start hanging around somebody that's not a part of that and, you know, you get caught up in whatever they're doing and it doesn't feel good, you know pretty much right away <laughs> that things are off. And it's not something that, you know, you want to be included in. Unlike the community. That's that's right. That's right. There's There's – people from the DDPY community that have sent me personal friend requests many times that I have not accepted because I can tell something something from them is not going to benefit my um, my spiritual or emotional growth in a positive manner. Yeah. yeah. It's okay to say no, and I think we forgot about that somewhere down along the line. It's okay to say no to people. Uh, right? I think you're exactly right. Yep. So, you know, you've, you've got a hopeful outlook on life. You've, you've, you've boiled things down to the things that matter, the things that bring you joy, the things that are beneficial to you and the people around you. Um, you've got some great goals on, on, the, on the horizon, things you're going to be trying out, you know, some new endeavors. Um, if you were going to look back at the past couple of years and, and you saw some of those moments – and you put yourself back in those moments where, you know, you hit low points, you know, relapsing and the alcohol and, and, and just, you know, there's a lot of uh, things that were pretty heavy things that happened to you in the past couple of years. In those moments, did you feel like that was where you're staying or did you have hope in those moments? And looking back, what would the person in that spot think about where you're at right now? Oh, Wow. Um, that's, that's a really, really awesome question. Um, my low points, I never, it's almost like somebody else was behind the steering wheel. It's, I, I knew I hadn't completely given up, but for some reason I convinced myself it was okay to be where I was at. If any of that makes sense to you. Um, and, and if that person that was okay with being in those low spots could see where I'm at now and how much growth I've gone through. I'm in, I'm not just in a new chapter in my life. I'm in a new season of my life. Um, They would think that it's absolutely 
they would probably think it's impossible for, for that person to be where I'm at now. And obviously they would be wrong about that. You know, I'm, I'm one of those guys you can, I'll get down, but you can't never count me out. And, and I want to stay that way for the rest of my life. That's, that's my end goal is to stay that way till, till I go on to the, to the other side, um, is you might get me down, but you're never going to get me out. That's so awesome. Oh, that's yeah, that, that's that's powerful, man. And it's good to hear that even in those moments, you kind of, even though you're rationalizing the behaviors, you can tell that you still saw that there's hope and there's a way out. And you know, without hope, there's very little worth doing. And I know that in those dark moments, it's it's hard to kind of wrap your head around the other side, but. Uh, the fact that you're on the other side and you survived it and, and you overcame some pretty heavy stuff, that, that's an incredible testament to your strength and uh, your character. And, and I'm, I'm so glad you're here to talk to us today because, let's be honest, there's a lot of people in that situation who didn't make it out the other side. Yep. That's that's very true. And there's, there's something uh, that brings me to a point that I was wanting to make. I'm, I actually wrote down some notes this time instead of just babbling going on a rant for an hour like I did the first time I was on this show. Um, <laughs> but um, one of the things that I found through through the last year is how important it is to find and keep joy in your heart. It doesn't matter what kind of physical shape you're in. It doesn't matter how fit or how unfit you are. It doesn't matter – what you try to do in life, if you don't have some measure and joy of joy in your heart, then you're not going to be happy about where you're at, no matter what level you are at. <laughs> and and me finding me finding joy, um, in my case, it was joy through Christ. I know not everybody thinks that's a popular option, but that's just what happened to me. I'm not going to try to force it on you. That's just what happened to me. Um, but it brought me joy like I've never experienced in my life. And no matter how slim and trim back when I got down to where I was 180 pounds and I had six-pack abs, I'm more joyful now than I was then. So it, it doesn't matter what what you achieve if you don't have joy then you didn't really achieve anything right i agree that's a very strong point wow i mean i think even even my good friend kristen nava said that when she was at her thinnest she was their most miserable yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's true it's funny how it works that way. Yeah, it, it, yeah. You know, it's it's so ch- it's a simple message, but it, it, it's so true. You know, we we find a lot of things that bring us esteem. We find things that bring us success, that bring us money, that bring us clout. But a lot of times, those people who are most uh, abundant in those places are lacking happiness. And it doesn't take much, you know, if you can find what makes you happy and what brings you joy, you know, it could be something simple. But 
we all find that place uh, differently, and we all find different places to go for that. And I think it's incredible that you found your space, and I think it's incredible that you've made yourself, uh, you know, filled that hole and filled that space of uh, that need for joy and happiness. And uh, it's amazing story, and uh, I appreciate you, you know, coming out and talking about it because it, it's a simple message. We don't, we overcomplicate things. Find joy. Look for your joy in life. It's a, it's a, it's and, a pretty, and, you know, novel and, idea. And oftentimes people will mistake personal glorification for joy. Yeah, that's, I mean, absolutely. Which is, which is <clears throat> it, it's, you know, it makes you happy for a minute, but it doesn't bring you any, any lasting happiness or comfort or joy. It just, you know, hey, I did this for myself. So and, and I have what a good is Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just I was going to say what good is is all the money and success and you know clout and esteem if you can't find joy within it, if you can't find happiness within it. That's right. That's right. So if you're if you're doing something by default and just out of habit, I mean, where does that fall into all of this? Because is I don't know. You're doing something on autopilot then, right? So then, yeah. I don't know. Where's the marker for joy in autopilot? There is none, right? Am I picking there this up none. right? Right. You are, I right. mean, I think you and I are on the same page on that. Yep. Yep. No, I just, it felt a bit off and I just needed some clarification because a lot of people are just going around doing something out of sheer habit or sheer yep. autopilot. And I don't know, you're happy because everybody else is telling you you should be. And that's yeah. not how that I mean, works. No, take take drinking, for example. You see advertisements all day, every day of people at parties laughing, having a big time drinking tons of beer will ask a drunk if they're really happy when they're drinking all that beer. Right. Right. They're trying to run away from something. Yeah. And they're on autopilot doing that, that habit that people say brings joy all the time when really it, it doesn't. Right. So it boils down to it. What it sounds like is who are you trying to convince me yeah. or yourself? Right. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's such a great point. You know, the bar is always hopping at 9 PM people cheering, dancing, laughing, but look at the faces of people that they, as they shuffle out around 1 AM and the cold reality hits that I'm going home drunk again to by myself. Uh, you know, there really is a, a contrast and, Alcohol can cover that all up, but I guarantee you, there may be a lot of crazy, laughing, screaming people at 10 p.m., but that 2 a.m., you know, shuffle out is, is a lot sadder because you're confronted with the the reality that exists outside the bar, and um, I think that's a pretty powerful statement to make. You know, we can play happy, but how many of us are truly joyful and truly happy? It's a, it's a pretty interesting that's thing right. to look at, and if you can find that, and if you can confront that and ask yourself that, I think that's a pretty powerful statement. That's right. I agree. I agree. 
But well, we are quickly running out of time. But I real quick wanted to ask you. Um, you obviously have some stuff coming up. Is there anything you want to plug? A website, a social media, anything where people can reach out to you uh, if they're looking for a class or, or whatever it is you might be offering. Well, I'm currently not offering any classes, um, but I would like to take a minute and just say a huge, huge thank you. I love you to anybody that's ever taken any of my classes in person or Mm -hmm. online. It means the world to me that I was able to spend an hour with you. Even if I couldn't see you, it it means the world to me. I had so much fun over the last three years getting to do what I was able to do. I got to be a goofy, zany, crazy instructor. I taught, I don't know, hundreds of classes to thousands of people, and it means the world to me. Um, And I just want to say thank you to everybody that participated. And um, you can always reach me on Facebook Messenger. I'm still... You know, I still have my burning and earning with Ben Facebook group open. Uh, message me through that. Any way you want to get a hold of me. And a big special announcement, I will be co-hosting uh, Shamrock Fitness with Travis Mahaffey next Friday at 5.30 Eastern Time, uh, p.m. in the afternoon, on his uh, Zoom account. I guess it's... Uh, the the instructor Canada instructor thing page that he got going on with Marcel. I think it's going to mm-hmm. be on that. It'll be on Zoom. I hope to see you there. It's you know first class I've taught since April, so it should be a lot of fun. I love it. You know, can you come out of the darkness and the future's so bright? You got to wear shades, right? That's yep. right. That's right. I love it. I love it. Well, that's an amazing story and, and, a, and a really important one, and, and I appreciate it. And since the last time we talked to you, things have been up and down and up and down, but what a great uh, example because there's a million people who are on this journey, and there's going to be a lot of ups, there's going to be a lot of downs, but you just keep aiming for the joy, you keep aiming for the happiness, and you keep aiming for you know, putting yourself in a place where you can you know, find that happiness. And your story is a great example of what can go wrong and what can ultimately go right because all of us are going to have that dark moment at some point and it's worth pulling yourself out of. And I appreciate your story and I appreciate you coming on and giving us an update. Hey, I thank thank you guys very much for reaching out and um, offering me the spot. Uh, I mean, it it means loads to me. You know, um, I feel like the, the... luckiest most blessed man on earth to have friends like you and you know just just like i'm i compare myself my story to that of Shawn michaels when when you know he went through his major change in in 2000 or whatever it was that's that's me now that's you know i'm living i'm living proof that you know he can do it i can do it anybody can do it it's when when you get down low enough and you you reach up you know, when you get picked up, it's it's an amazing feeling. Well, I bet it You're was an amazing feeling to super kick those demons Sorry. and throw them through a barbershop window as well. You're yep. exactly right. I kicked the crap out of them. 
<laughs> You're one of my favorite people, Ben Carson. <sighs> oh, thank you so we, much. You guys mean the world to me. Right back we, at We you. appreciate you. I, I apologize, man. I'm stepping over all over everybody. I have a horrible lag on my end today, so I apologize for anyone's toes I was stepping on. But uh, Hey, we, we of, got through it together. <laughs> there we go. Absolutely. And Crystal, you know I count yeah. on you every week to wrap us up and give us a quote that's just going to motivate the hell out of us to the point where we're just cruising through next week with uh, some motivation. So let's have a quote to uh, wrap us up sure. and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll go home. So I was doing some homework on um, Ben's backstory and just doing my homework this week, and this is what I came up with. Always remember that you can have the worst days of your life, and a few weeks later, you can have the best days of your life. Keep pushing through. Surround yourself with good people. Amen. I love Amen. that. It, that's, that's so perfect. Surround yourself with good people. That that changes your world, and I love that quote. Thank you, Crystal, for, for handing that to us tonight. And thank you, Ben, for taking the time, and thank you, everyone who's listening. Thank you, uh, John, uh, for calling in a little while ago. But we appreciate you. We'll see you guys next week with a brand-new episode of DDP Radio Live right here at ddpradio.com, another inspirational story, another warrior of the week. And it's summertime. Get us some fresh air if you can. Go out in the backyard, take off your mask, breathe some air for a few minutes. Um, just be safe about it. And uh, I hope you guys have a awesome week, and we love you, and we'll see you guys soon. For DDP Radio Live, I'm Mike Mullins, Crystal Stewart, Ben Carson. We'll see you guys soon. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back-to-back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP Yoga. It's Nacho Mama's Yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. High five. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.